Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless His holy name. Did anybody come to bless the Lord this morning? I can't hear you. Did anybody come to bless the Lord this morning? Why? Because He's good and His mercy endures forever. Your word stands forever and our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. We dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock we stand. All other ground is sinking sand. So Father, we thank you for a sure foundation, a firm foundation, a hope in your word, God. We thank you for your promises that we live by. We thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy and your goodness that follows us all the days of our lives. Goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we are grateful for that. We praise your name today. Let your anointing saturate this house. Let it permeate our souls. Let us leave here enriched, encouraged, empowered in the name of Jesus. I speak authority over the people of God. Get your authority back over your mind. Get your authority back over your life. Get your dominion back in the name of Jesus. We speak authority over the people of God. And because we are your children, we expect good things. Because we are your children, we expect good things. Because you're a good father. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Somebody clap your hands and say amen. Thank you so much. You can be seated. Woo. Good morning, Liv. And those of you that are joining us online, we're so excited to share the word of God with you today. We're going right in. We're going right, 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 right in. We have what we call uh, essential worship. That's what this is right here. Uh, we're not fully back yet, so we're just having essential worship. We're worshiping the Lord. We're fellowshipping and we're getting the word of God. There's not a whole lot of preliminary. There's not a whole lot of hoopla. There's not a whole lot of this and that but we're getting right to what matters the most. Amen? Liv, we've been praying for you, man. I've been praying for you guys. You've been on my heart. You're always on our heart. Uh, my wife and I pray for you guys all the time. We speak of you almost every day. And I want you to know that the Lord is with us. <laughs> I know it sounds cliche, but it's so true that the Lord is with us and our prayers for you is that you are kept in this season and that you know him more. We made it a point during the pandemic to not uh, 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 be overwhelmingly, you know, in your face. We didn't have a lot of whole lot of things going on because I wanted to point you towards God aggressively. You, you understand what I'm saying? We didn't have a whole lot of things going on. I didn't want to point you to me. I didn't want you to depend. It, it was crazy to me that during the pandemic or when it hit, that so many Christians were running to the church and their pastors because they didn't know what to do. Not the world. The world wasn't knocking church doors down. The church was. Like, what are we going to do? Bishop, talk to us. Pastor, talk to us. I'm like, man, we, we, we don't have no relationship enough to make it through. You, you understand what I'm saying? So we kind of aggressively like, hey, 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 seek him. We, we, we put secret place back online. Hey, get in your secret place. We, we want to serve you correctly, and we want to make sure you develop correctly. In trauma and storms, it's important what your source is. It's important what your go-to is. And for many religious people, their go-to is the church. 
not God. And you know what I'm saying? The go-to is their pastor and not, and not God. We wanted to make sure you were God-dependent and not church-dependent. But a lot of people want attention from their pastor. So if I don't call you every day, if I don't check on you every day, I'm not a good pastor. I'm not, a, I'm not doing that. You got a good father. You got a good shepherd. And if I die or I can get sick or if I get on your nerves, you got somebody greater than me. I'm going to always point you to somebody greater than me. That's the point of every pastor, I think. That's a good pastor would do that aggressively but a lot of pastors take advantage of the vulnerability and the emotions and if I could just give you a lot of attention then that means you love me now nah, we're not doing that we're gonna cast your cares upon the Lord <laughs> give it to him because you can get thrown off if you if you if, if your dependency is somebody you can't get in touch with if your source is somebody you can't get in touch with never mind y'all <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, I'm busy. I'm booked. I got stuff to do. I love you, but I might not answer every text in five minutes. I love you, but I sure might not answer you in about three days. But you got a God that's sitting by that heavenly phone waiting to talk to you. He says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. You got somebody greater than any human on this earth waiting to communicate with you. Waiting to answer your questions. Waiting to love you. Why not turn to him? In the name of Jesus. That was for you, Tim. <laughs> Amen. We're delighted to be here today. So let's get right into the word, y'all. We're talking about hope. Somebody shout Hallelujah. It feels good in here. I'm sorry I got to rush. I got a plane to catch, but I'm not rushing, y'all. We want praise after this, too. But uh, 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 we're, we're talking about hope all, I guess, month. I didn't know it would take this long. What's up, Caleb? What up, Deej? You good? Good to see y'all. What up, Steve? You good? Joe? Brandon? You all right? Look at somebody and say, how you doing? It's good to see you this morning. Speak to somebody. Show some love. I know they can't see your smile, but they can see your cheek under the mask, so just smile at them. They can see your eyes squint. Let somebody see your eyes squint and speak to them. <laughs> Joe Vita, how you doing? I love you so much more. It's good to see you. We're talking about I hope. I hope. I think one thing this pandemic and this season has attempted to do is take your hope. This is what I want you guys to do. I want you to recognize what is your what is in your possession and what is your responsibility. And then, hey, what's up, brother? My brother is here. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Good to see you. I didn't even know you was in town. You, you didn't even call me. You didn't even tell me you was here. What's up? I love you, too. You got a banana in church. Okay. We, so, <laughs> like a kid. Who got kids in here? Okay. Like a kid, I want you to recognize what's, your, what's in your possession and what you're responsible for, and provide for it and protect it. Joy is in your possession like a child. It is your responsibility to provide for it, create atmospheres that keeps it healthy. Are y'all hearing me? Musically, uh, uh, scrollingly, social media, lily. It is your responsibility to provide for the joy to keep it healthy and to protect it. If anything mess with this joy, y'all better treat it like it's your responsibility. Your peace, oh no, that's my baby right there. My peace is my baby. You ain't messing with that. 
Come on, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You got to treat it like it's your very own. Provide for it. Create atmospheres that sustain peace. Get atmospheres that's healthy for peace and protect it. If anger comes, nope. If confusion comes, nope. I got to protect my baby. You ain't got kids, you don't understand this. Protect it. You don't need a preacher to do that. You don't need a pastor to protect your kid. You ready? You don't need a pastor to teach you how to provide for your kid. You just do it out of love and your responsibility. So we need preaching every week for, nah! Protect that thing. I'm not letting, letting nothing move me from this place of joy, period. So, hope is another thing. Hope is another thing that's your responsibility that you should provide for and that you should protect. You should provide for it, you should protect. Create atmosphere conducive for it and protect it. I started with this last week, let's go right in, I'm excited. All right, y'all ready? Okay, I hope, somebody say I hope. No matter what, do not let those two words leave your life. No matter what happens, man, we going to the lions, man, we going to the fire, we going to the furnace, it's getting hot, every step is getting a little hotter. But I hope, regardless of what you face, keep those two words in your life for the rest of it. Are you hearing me, Liv? Scream one more time, I hope. No, that's not a scream. Scream, I hope. What's up, family? That's my family right there. Good to see y'all, man. Again. All right, let's get into it. I love this verse. We start with it every week because I like it. And it's part of meditation. Part of meditation is re repetition. All right? Meditate, repetition, revelation. For we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it's to honor the Lord. Somebody say, I live to honor the Lord. Say it again so you can hear it. I live to honor the Lord. This time with eyes closed, I live to honor the Lord. Period. And if we die, it's to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. All right? So we live, I always say this, to honor the Lord. To live by faith. Check this out, y'all. My wife and I was talking about this. To live by faith is to make decisions based on the word of God. Okay, faith comes by hearing, hearing by, so you ain't got faith unless you heard a word, just so you know. There's nothing wrong with having hope. I ain't got a word on it, but I hope I, we're gonna talk about hope. But faith is another dimension, right? Faith is, I get a word on it. I heard, I never seen the righteous forsaken. Cool, so I'll never be alone. No, his seed begging bread, cool, I'll never be without. I can have faith in that because I heard a word on it. Faith comes by hearing a word. If you lack faith in a certain area, you lack word in it. Come on, y'all. If you're lacking faith in a certain area, you're lacking a revelation or a word on it. So to live by faith is to make decisions based on the word. I'm going to do it this way because I believe the Bible. But watch this. It's to live by faith is deeper than that to me. And some of y'all think y'all intellectual, so y'all beyond me in this. But some of y'all are like me, and you just kind of go, what? <laughs> so to live by faith, to make decisions based on faith, is to make thought decisions also. To make thought decisions based on the word. 
to choose to think a certain way based on the word. Are y'all hearing me? This goes against feelings. This goes against reason sometimes. It's not the action first. It's my thought. By faith, I live by faith. I'm choosing to think this way because I believe. So it's not just the action. My thought process must be challenged by the word. Because it's easy to get upset when somebody offends you. But when that turn the other cheek comes, it's like, I'm challenged. Oh, look, 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 look. I'm challenged when it comes. It's easy to think a certain way. Oh, you meant to do it. You're, it's easy to think you are hated, you, whatever. But what are we thinking by faith? To live by faith is to make thought decisions based in faith. Are y'all hearing me? That's more challenging than doing things by faith. Before I do it, what do I think about it? That has to be in faith. That has to be based on the word. Not just your actions, our thoughts. So challenge your thoughts like, whoa, challenge it. Or else the consequence is up to you of what the outcome will be. I like guaranteed outcomes. I like to know what the results are going to be. Nine times out of ten, when you do it God's way, we know what the results are going to be. But that breaks us high. That humbles us to think by faith, to live by faith because it seems like you're being taken advantage of. It seems like you're a doormat. It seems like people are running over you. It seems like your time will never come. It seems like my dreams and my visions and my ambitions are always in the back seat. It seems like it all, it'll challenge you and it'll humble you. But it's okay to be broken in Christ. See, it's like, it's like Oreo, Oreo ice cream. Oreo cookie ice cream. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Oreo cookie ice cream. What am I doing with it? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm gonna follow me. I got you. If you break an Oreo cookie outside of the cream, it's just pieces. But if it's broken in the ice cream, it's whole. If you're broken in Christ, you're not really broken. Y'all quiet. You're still whole. Tell somebody I'm broken in him. We're scared to be broken because we don't want to be in pieces. He don't want you broken outside of him. He wants you broken, mixed up in his word, mixed up in his power, mixed up in his favor. So when somebody gets you, they get a whole scoop. You get a whole snack when you get me. You, oh, y'all ain't with me today. You're not getting me in pieces. You're getting me in Christ, broken in him. And I taste real good in Christ. You're going to love my conversation when I'm in Christ. You're going to love my energy when I'm in Christ. You're going to love my thoughts when I'm broken in him. Where are all my Oreo cookie ice creamers out there? Oreos next week for communion. <laughs> Last week we talked about this. I talked about how we live to honor God and not ancestors. If God tells you to honor the legacy of your grandmother who started an orphanage and follow that, do it. But you're honoring God. Don't just follow what your family, I mean, good or bad, don't just follow what your family does. God made you for a reason. So we started talking about ancestors and 
and crystals and burning sage last week, and I literally got attacked up here on stage. I felt, I was like, I ain't feeling, ooh, y'all, ooh. Y'all up in here, huh? So I'm going to take it a little further this week. Just because you're messing with me. Don't just clap, pray, because y'all clap like, yeah, go further. And I'm sick tonight. My hotel room. I'm covered. Tell your neighbor you're covered. So let me take it a little further this week and let you know how we don't live to honor God, but don't always know it. Practices, rituals, ideals of the world seem harmless. But if it's not Christ, it's against him. If it's not the Holy Spirit, it's another spirit. There are no parallels. Good God Almighty. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be that find it. Narrow is the way that leads to righteousness. And few there be that find it. So, I want to go into some things that God told his children to refrain from whenever we're coming into the promised land. The promised land is not just, uh, what was it? Canaan. Today, the promised land is whatever promise God gave you. Ooh, a new relationship. Ooh, a marriage. Ooh, a new house. Ooh, a new, whatever promise you're about to step into, this could be for you. Anybody ready to step into a promise? Ooh, I felt that right there. Ooh. It ain't everybody, so I'm not trying to get you hyped, but somebody's one step away. Ooh, I felt it. It ain't everybody. Somebody in here is one step away from your next level in God. Can anybody sense that that might be me? It might. Can anybody hope it's you? I hope it's me. Okay. <clears throat> Woo. I can't see my promise, but I feel it. I, I hear it. I may not see it, but I hear, I hear it. I said, I may not see it, but I hear, I hear my promise, I hear my breakthrough. I hear my deliverance. I hear my salvation. I hear my next level. I hear my next realm. I hear. We got visitors. I don't know why, but we got visitors. Tell somebody I can't see it, but I hear it. I hear it. Now whisper this. Don't, don't, don't say it loud. Whisper say, it's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to happen. Getting ready to happen. Getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to happen. You shuffle. It's getting All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. So the Bible says. It's getting ready to happen. 
<laughs> okay. One time, Joe, please. Five, six, five, six, seven, eight. I may not see it, but I seconds in hope. Good God Almighty. So the Bible says, <laughs> I gotta go. All right. So the Bible says, when you enter into your promise, turn the choir mics off. They 
So the, the Bible says, the Bible says, You don't have to see it to hope it. Hope that is seen is not hope. So Father, we hope this morning. We hope this morning. We have no clue how, but we hope. And when we come in this promise, y'all sit down, y'all act like, I'm just starting, y'all act like it's the end. <laughs> Jesus! The promise is not our responsibility, it's God's. The maintenance is ours, the upkeep is ours. When you come into this land, live, when you come into your next. I don't know what your next is. When you come into this new place, here's your responsibility. Some of you. Okay. Go to the next scripture, please. When you enter the land, the Lord your God is giving you. Do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations that are there. There are other cultures there. There are other movements there. There are other, the realm that you're going to is occupied by people who are not like God. Let's say you get a raise on your job. Everybody in your meeting ain't saved. I don't know what it is, y'all. Whatever your next level is, don't learn the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who will sacrifice their son or daughter in the fire. Human child sacrifices were the practices of the nations that were living in the land God was giving his people. They practiced divination or sorcery. Divination is fortune-telling. One teacher says it's trying to discern something supernaturally by a spirit who is not God. Trying to supernaturally understand something outside of Christ. That's divination or divining or sorcery, fortune-telling. If you've ever been to a fortune-teller, you've been exposed to the spirit of divination. Okay? Uh... Uh, 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 also, horoscopes exposes you to the spirit of divination. I'm not saying you're possessed. I'm not saying you had a whole meal, but if you remotely live by horoscopes, you had a cracker at the table. <laughs> and when we involve ourselves with things of the occult, one teacher says, we make friends with God's enemies. So be careful not to practice divination or sorcery or interprets omens or engages in witchcraft, which is the single most dominant spirit, I believe, in America. 
Witchcraft, mind control, manipulation, lies, deceit. Most people use witchcraft for their own gain or their own lust or their own agendas. Witchcraft is simply manipulating your mind. Oh, I got, I got, just wooing and enchanting one to serve you, not even realizing they're being controlled by you. Or who casts spells or who is a medium or spiritist or who consults the dead. Yeah, I told you I'm going to go a little further this week since I got attacked last week. Let me, let me go into further detail then so you know what I'm talking about. Let me go into further detail. <laughs> I can't break all of this down because of time, but just live with us a little while. We'll get into it. The next scripture says this. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Do you hear this? So we involve ourselves in things that makes God sick to his stomach. Detestable doesn't just mean he's angry. He's sick. Like nauseous. Like he wants to vomit seeing his children entangled in these things. So it's, it's detestable to the Lord because these same detestable practices, because of these, God is driving out the people that, he's bringing you up and moving them out because they do this. So don't you come up and be like the world. I'm kicking them out because of these things. And you're going to get in and do this? No. And this is probably why some of us have not reached the next level. Because we involve ourselves in things of the occult. He'll drive them out. You must be blameless, not sinless, not flawless, blameless before the Lord God. The nations you will dispose, the, the, the nations you will dispossess, listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. People in the lands now, do, they do, they listen to ancestors, they do all this stuff, they did, yeah, but I'm driving them out. Because it's detestable to me. But we look at that level like that must be what it takes to get there. Some of us. I don't know what line of industry that you're in. But God is saying it's detestable to me. So why live by it? Why live by astrology? And God says, I do not permit you to do so. And guess what? God didn't differentiate uh, sorcery and witchcraft and, and, and fortune telling from sacrificing kids. It's in the same category. The same type of person that will involve themselves in divination would eventually sacrifice their kids. It's the same, you understand what I'm saying? If you say to yourself, I will never sacrifice my, are you kidding? It's in the same category as divination. I'll go to a fortune teller, but I ain't sacrificing my kids. Same house, different floor. I didn't mean to shut down y'all shout and all that stuff. I'm sorry. Y'all good? <laughs> and it doesn't mean that certain things aren't true. But my astral, Aquarius, it got me spot on. Crazy, creative. Every time I read the horoscopes, it's me. How come we don't read the Bible and say that ever? When I read that, it's me. 
It doesn't mean it's not true, but sources matter. Okay. You feel me? I don't care if it's true. They got you spot on. And oh my God, it's so true. Every, oh, this month will be the month for all the Pisces to. Yes, I don't care if it's true. Thank you. Sources matter. We learned that last week with Moses' snake and the magician's snake. Same results, different ending because of the source. Are y'all hearing me? Okay. I'm a, y'all going to make me stay on that topic by how quiet it getteth. When I talketh about it, it was another test. It was another test today. I said, "Let me fill it out a little bit." Y'all, not y'all. We cannot continue to play around with other supernatural things and claim to be holy and righteous before God. I ain't talking about sins. I, I'm talking about sources. <laughs> David was the chief sinner, him and Paul, but Christ was his source. So he wound up being a man after God's own heart. It ain't about sin. It's about source. If Christ is my source, I have grace and mercy in my sins. If he's not, my consequence is, is that, you understand what I'm saying? It's not covered. So sources matter. Everybody say sources matter. All right, let me get out of here. We also talked about last week concerning hope. Let me get off of that subject. I'm sorry, y'all. Every, every week I'm going to tap into that a little bit. Because we don't even know what we get ourselves entangled in. You're just looking for answers. And, you, and nine times out of ten, these demons called thoughts. These demons called uh, thoughts, spirits. These are persons. You ever notice how people, there are certain people who don't know each other at all. They got the same personality. Like, I'm not saying this is for all the cases, but a lot of people born with certain sicknesses could be, never mind. Yeah, yeah, let me, let me not do that. When stuff looks the same, every nationality, every, we should check. and Because people can be delivered from certain spirits. I'm not saying Down syndrome is a result of a demon. But every nationality, it looks, it's look, it looks the same. That could be a sign of a spirit. Oh, never mind. Y'all, I know y'all got family. I do too. I'm not saying that. Never mind. Let me get off that subject really quick. <laughs> you can get delivered. You can get free. We serve a God who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Some people are subjected to God's curse. We talked about it last week. Put it up on the screen really quick. Man, it's 1230. Against its will, all creation was subjected to the curse, but with eager hope. So because of Adam's fall, the earth was cursed. Like, man, what did we do? He ate the tree. He ate from the tree. Like, my mom messed up. Why I got to be born in a dysfunctional home? My parents ain't like each other. Why I got to grow up without my dad? Like, my uncle was a mess. Why I got to get molested? Because he felt away one night. You were subjected to things against your will, but it doesn't mean it's without hope. So we don't have the luxury to have a pity party or to feel sorry for ourselves because of your lot. Whatever your lot is, whatever your lot may be, whatever your situation may be, It's not minus hope. You still have hope because of who God is, because of his promises. Are y'all with me today? I still have hope. As long as there's a God, there is hope. Let me keep moving. Keep moving. 
that at a time you were without Christ, no hope without God. Without God and without Christ, you have no hope. Without God and without Christ, you have no hope. But if you have God and if you have Christ, I said it last week, you have hope, eternal hope. You should always have hope. Hope is my continuing steady expectation that something good is going to happen out of this. How could you be in your situation right now and still expect good? Because I have God and because I have Christ. And if you believe, oh man, if you believe in his love for you, there's no way to be hopeless. I'm going to talk about it. I'm I'm, I'm closing. Look at this. Here's here's Lamentations, right? Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. He's He's crying over Israel. Look at all of this. All of these tears. Look at this. Look at this. I put it on the screen like this for a reason. I said, don't chop it up. Put it all on there. Because these are all how all our thoughts happen. I'm a man who has seen the afflictions that come from the Lord. He's broken my bones. He has walled, walled me in. He has hidden like a bear. And he has drawn his bow. And he has rolled me in the dust. Peace has not been given to me. It's been stripped away. I have forgotten prosperity. I cry out. My splendor is gone. I will never forget this awful time. I grieve over my loss. That's how I ended. I grieve over my loss. He going in. Read Lamentations 3 when you get a chance. Oh, I'm like, oh, I almost got depressed until. <laughs> See, you got to live to make it until to the until. <laughs> Some people lose hope before your until. Everything was going wrong until. I almost lost my mind until. I almost went crazy Tell your neighbor, make it to your until. <laughs> you got to make it to your until. So all of this happened. All, I want y'all to see this. There's so many sentences up there. And these are your thoughts. These are your complaints. These are your, what you're going through. You can list one thing. My bills, that's just the first line. My health, that's just the second line. My kids, that's just, you got so much going on. And that's all that's on your mind. That's all that's in your subconscious. That's all that's in your until. Next verse. This is verse 21. So for 20 verses, 20 verses he's going in until this. I bring back to my mind. And because of that, I have hope. He didn't say nothing changed. He didn't say my neighbor brought me a check. He didn't say, oh, I got a new car. No, he said I remembered something. And it brought me hope. As long as you got a memory, you got hope. Good God Almighty. And this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I got hope. It's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed and his compassions fail not. When I remember he loves me, I got hope. When I remember his compassions fail not, I got hope. When I remember every morning I got new mercy, I got hope. They are new Every morning, great is thy faithfulness. <laughs> when I bring this to my mind, I'm filled with hope, even though it was 20 verses of despair. 20 verses of discouragement. 20 verses, y'all, of hopelessness. Then he said, wait, 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 wait. He loves me. And I got mercy every morning. And his mercy, when you remember that, I feel you, bro. When you remember that, Without anything new happening to you, something new happens in you. Is anybody with me this morning? I don't need nothing to happen to me because everything's going to happen in me. Hallelujah. And then 
for the next 18 verses, y'all read it. He just praises God. The script flips. He literally flipped the script from despair to praise. For the spirit of heaviness I've given you. I wish Liv was here today. Therefore, the Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, will I hope in him. The Lord is good to them who wait for him. The soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the sight. He went in. When you really hope, your language changes. When you really hope, the way you talk about your situation changes. You can't hope and think the same. When I hope, I love your shirt. When I hope, my language changes. So today, I want everybody to do a hope check. I want you to check your hope. All right, got fear, cool. Got, got confusion, check. Yeah. But do you have hope? I want y'all to do a hope check today. David did a hope check. Check this out. My last verse. It's the quickest I ever preached. <laughs> We're still in the 12s. David said, why, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. Now, hey, girl, what's wrong with you? Yo, fix your face, bro. What's wrong? No, I don't see nothing wrong with you. Why am I sad? Why are you cast down? It's a pandemic. No, why are you cast down, soul? Why, why are you disquieted within? Why is your attitude? See, demons attacked in the realm of attitude and thoughts. Demons are not these creatures. that are, They are persons, man. They are invisible persons. Invisible persons. Oh, man, we got to talk about it. God made everything seen and unseen. He created the seen world and he created the unseen world. These fallen angels or demons are part of the unseen world. They are persons speaking to you. You should give up. You should give up. Or they speak, demons speak in, uh, in, in pleasure terms. You understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, you should do this. This will make you feel good. You're right, because I'm just, I need to get to, you, you, they, they speak pro-humanity. And they seek to adjust your attitude, your thoughts, and ultimately your disposition. But when you check it, hold on, why are you, why are you cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope! He commanded himself, hope thou in God. Depressed, hope. Stressed, hope. Confused, hope. Discouraged, hope. You got to check. Like, hold on, let me get a help check real quick. Because I've been down about two weeks now. Y'all still waiting for church Sunday. You need to check yourself Monday. Check yourself Tuesday. Check yourself Wednesday. Check yourself Thursday. Check yourself Friday. Check yourself Saturday. I'm not calling you every day. Check yourself. You've been sad three days. What's up? It's the time to laugh and the time to cry. Your time is up. It's time to hope now. Liv, I'm telling y'all what time it is. It's time to hope now. 
It's not time to be confused. It's not time to be angry. It's not time to be stressed. It's time to put on the helmet of hope, the Bible calls it. Put on the helmet of the hope of salvation. And that helmet will block negative thoughts. It'll block stressful thoughts. It'll block perverted thoughts. When I hope, it's my defense. When I hope, it's my... I'm, I'm yelling too much. I'm yelling too much. It's time to hope. That's what time it is. I shall yet praise him. You know what that means? You know what that means? I know it does mean it's bottom, but I'm going to be corny for a second. It means it ain't happened yet. But I'm going to praise him anyhow. <laughs> you got to learn to add a yet. Oh my gosh. I didn't get the car. Never, never mind. I ain't going to go down that list. <laughs> You know what your yet praise is, who is the health of my countenance and my God. He's the health. He, it makes you look better when you hope in him. When you praise him, you look better. You're healthier. He's the health of my countenance. Some of us got all these dark around our eyes because we ain't sleeping and our faces are not looking good. We don't even look healthy because stress has taken the best of us. But when I choose to hope and I choose to yet praise, I'm healthier. I look ten times better than the world because I'm walking in another realm they don't know nothing about. I'm walking on a super supernatural level that they don't know nothing about. I got a source that I'm tapped into. Can you play, please? I do not want to leave, but I have to. Let me close with a story this week. I'm not done at all, but I got to stop. Or the flight will leave me. <laughs> This hope thing is serious. This demon thing is serious. Spirits, evil thoughts, whatever we call it. You know what the Lord told me? He said, tell them that tests and warfare are not the same. Test is what God allows us to face for the purpose of promotion, increase, and going to the next level, and reward. He allows us to go through tests for promotion's sake, increase sake, to prove you, to validate you for what you're about to come into. So the test is an established thing by God. Somebody bumped you. Well, he allowed that test. Warfare is your thoughts in it. Tests allowed by God. Warfare is why she bump you. You think she, you know she racist. You know that Trump is a. Warfare. Everybody got to go through tests. But you can eliminate warfare by your hope. Y'all, y'all. You ain't got to go through all that mental anguish and all that stress just because you're in a test. Tests do not equal warfare. You should count it all joy when you go into diverse tests or temptations, the Bible call it. You should count it all joy and many tests that you get, it's the many rewards that you, you should count it all joy when you enter into a test because you know you're well equipped to pass it. But in every test, the enemy plants warfare. What you think about what you're going through. That's the problem, not the problem. 
If you take away warfare, the test is easy. You could have so much anxiety for a college quick college test. If you take the anxiety away, you pass the test. If you take the anxiety away, you'll fly on any plane. It's not the thing. It's the thoughts in the thing. That's where the term comes from. The devil is a liar. Because in your test, he tries to give you perspective. You know you're only going through this because, man, if you, if you would have had it. See, you got to take it. All these warfare just because I'm in a test. It's a lie. And many of us do not pass the test because the warfare is too hard. And God is like, I ain't going to put more on you than you can bear. This is easy for you. How you fail that test? Oh, the warfare. It could be easier to wait on God if you didn't have thoughts. It happened for her. It happened for him. If you didn't have the warfare, it's easy to wait on God. He gave you a promise. I'm going to do this. You can wait 10 years without warfare. Your husband is coming. You can wait 20. Well, I don't know how long. <laughs> you can wait 20 minutes for that. The warfare in the test is what causes the Christians to become weak and fail. But I'm exposing that devil today. You will easily pass your test. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why are you heavy? Why are you stressed? It's the warfare. It ain't the test. What's the test and what's the warfare? Because if I can identify which is which, I will pass with ease. Hope, 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 hope is a warfare disintegrator. Hope is what dismantles warfare. <laughs> If you could just foolishly, I don't care, I hope. I'll, you ain't going to have no warfare. I want you to foolishly hope this week. I used to have a dog. I still got him around. His name is Louie. Y'all know the story of Louie. He lost his eye, lusting after a female dog. Okay, you don't know the story, but I got one eye Louie at the house, around the house. When I had Louie, like with me everywhere when he was first, you know, coming around the house. Every living time I got something to eat. <laughs> I'm like, looking to see if I dropped a crumb. <laughs> This boy wasted his time. <laughs> this boy wasted his time. He's so stupid. Woo! 
I will sit there and eat for 41 minutes. <laughs> but on that 42nd minute, when I'm full, I'm like, all right, man. And he'll tear it up. Because that's what he was hoping for the whole time. Y'all. I said, this dog is the poster boy for hope. I didn't promise him a piece of food. I didn't announce Louie, but he knew if the master got something, my hope will cause the master to provide for me. My hope will cause my master to move on my behalf. Liv, do you got any hope this morning? Keep hoping. Keep panting by the dinner table of the master and he'll throw you a little something. If you keep hoping, the master will throw you a little something. Somebody scream, throw me a little something. Keep hoping, live. Keep hoping, live. He'll feed you from the king's table. Keep hoping, live. He'll give you what he's having. Keep hoping, live. The master will provide. Everybody stand. I got to go. He looks so stupid to me for 41 minutes. And this dog is so full. But when I'm full, the first person I give to is the one that's been hoping the entire time. <laughs> and if I'm like that to a dog, how much more you think your father is so good to see you, Tosh? How much more you think your father is towards you? All you got to do is sit and hope. He can't speak, so the dog didn't say nothing to me. But his posture showed me that he's hoping to get some of this. Your hope will cause the master to move in your favor. My prayer for you is that this word don't go in one ear and out the other. I could be somewhere else this morning just like you. Ain't nobody coming here to waste our time. We coming here to hear from God so we can live by it and see change in our lives. Amen. So take this word, man. Take something from the day and apply it on purpose. Oh, test and warfare. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Even if you get in an argument with somebody, that could be a test of your character of how you have conflict resolution. How do you handle conflict? You having a disagreement with somebody could be a test. So warfare in that, you know she, oh, she trying to get, she don't care about you. Don't let the warfare get in your, have peaceful, easy, and light tests. Remove the warfare in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every unclean, evil, demonic, ungodly thought. All thoughts that's not like God. We rebuke it. You have no place or residency in our hearts or in our minds. When you rise up, we cast down imaginations and every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Father, we live to honor you in the name of Jesus. And I pray everyone today, get strength. Fill us with your spirit in the name of Jesus to discern warfare from tests, to discern the thoughts of the enemy versus thoughts of you, to discern, increase our spirit now in the name of Jesus. Renounce and denounce any other source, live. Any other source but Jesus the Christ. Renounce it. I don't go to this for guidance. I don't go to that. I go to Jesus and godly things, whatsoever things are lovely, whatever he tells me to expose myself to, because I live to honor him. That is our prayer today. Peace be your portion. Joy be your portion. 
in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and say amen. Y'all come on now. I got to go. Get this for me. Listen, my prayers for your families today. My prayers for you today. I only get to see y'all once a week. I wish it wasn't quarantine. I wish the world wasn't in a pandemic. I wish I could see you all a little bit more. And we're, we are talking and restructuring things to see how we can better serve you in 2021. But for right now, hone in. Lock in to God. Hone in. Lock in to God. Hone in. Lock it to God. That's your advantage. Don't wait for Liv to have a, <laughs> a town hall meeting about your issue, man. You got your answer in your heart. You got provision in your heart. You got the peace in your heart. You have everything you need right now. So, Father, my prayer is that we walk in the spirit and that we live by faith. Don't let the enemy deceive you this week, confuse you this week, stress you this week. You are the Lord's child and he loves you. If you know you are loved by a God that's greater than anything, clap your hands in gratitude and say, thank you, Jesus, for loving me. I can't hear y'all. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. If you joined us online, thank you so much for joining us. I pray that the word has blessed you wherever you are. Listen, hold on to hope and protect it like a football going through the... I'm telling y'all, because you're going to reach your goal if you hold on to your hope. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.